Hello, witchy friends. Welcome to Cat Steen Witchcraft. My name is Fauna, and I am your host. This podcast is for those who are Wiccan, witches, and everything in between. Don't forget to follow the podcast social media pages at Cats Tea and Witchcraft on Instagram, Cats Tea and Witch on Twitter, and Cats Tea and Witchcraft Podcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening to Cats Tea and Witchcraft and enjoy the episode. Hello, witchy peeps. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 126, and today's episode is going to be on Yule. Before we talk about this week's episode of Yule, we have this week's crystal or stone, and that is turquoise. Starting on page 158 of the Essential Guide to Crystals, turquoise. Early Europeans gave this stone the same name, Perrier turquoise, Turkish stone, in the belief that it came from Asian Minor. However, this was simply where Europeans first traded stones originating from desert regions such as Iran, Sinai, and Tibet. Turquoise is formed by water acting on aluminum and copper, which gives the stone its blue coloration. Shades of green come from iron impurities. The stone has always been popular as a protective amulet. In Renaissance Europe, no gentleman would be seen without a turquoise set and a ring to ward off riding or dueling accidents. In many cultures, the sky blue turquoise in combination with an earthy red or orange stone such as coral or carnelian to harness the combined protection of heaven and earth. For magic, it enhances and strengthens the aura and connects to the spirit world. For healing functions, strengthens all the organs, balances all the subtle systems, particularly the heart, thymus, and throat chakras, neutralizes environmental energy, cools emotions, calms overreactive thoughts, and enhances intuition and psychic skills. For keywords, strengthens, protects, and enhances. The next book is Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Crystal Gem and Metal Magic, starting on page 171. For folk names, Feyruz, Turkey Stone, Turkish Stone, Thites, Venus Stone, Horseman's Talisman, Energy Receptive, Planets Venus and Neptune, Element Earth, Deities, Hathor, Buddha, The Great Spirit, Associated Metal, Gold, Powers, Protection, Courage, Money, Love, Friendship, Healing, and Luck. For Magical and Ritual Lore, Turquoise is a sacred stone to many American Indian tribes. The Navajo used ground turquoise and coral in creating sand paintings to bring rain to the parched land. Other native inhabitants of the southwestern United States and Mexico placed turquoise in tombs to guard the dead. The Pueblos laid turquoise under the floor in offering to the deities when a house or kiva was built. A piece of turquoise was a nearly required tool in the Apache shaman's medicine, or power bag. Other American peoples attached turquoise to bows to ensure accurate shots. Besides these and many more uses, turquoise has been prized for its beautiful color and potent magical properties. For magical uses, it is a protective stone. Turquoise carvings of horses and sheep are kept by the Navajo as potent guardians against negative magic. A turquoise ring is worn to guard against the evil eye. Disease, serpents, poison, 
violence, and accidents, and any and all dangers. Worn, it promotes courage. Horse riders wear turquoise to protect themselves from falls. For this purpose, it is mounted in gold. They attach a second small piece onto the bridle or saddle to give protection to the horse. It is a valuable amulet for travelers, especially when venturing into politically volatile or dangerous places. An old ritual utilizes turquoise to gain wealth. Perform this rite a few days after the new moon and when the crescent is first visible in the sky. Avoid looking at the moon until the proper time. Hold a turquoise in your hand. Visualize your magical need, money manifesting in your life. Move outside and look at the moon. Then directly shift your gaze to the turquoise. The magic has begun. Carry this stone with you until the money arrives. Turquoise is also worn or used in money attracting spells such as placing circles or necklaces of turquoise around green candles and visualizing wealth. Given as a gift, it bestows wealth and happiness upon its receiver. The next book is Love is in the Earth, starting on page 669. Turquoise crystallizes in the form of masses, stalactites, veins, crusts, and rarely short, small, and brilliantly colored prismatic crystals. Turquoise is a gift from the earth, bringing the blue of Father Sky to the earth and melded together the energies of the heavens with the consciousness of Mother Earth. It strengthens and aligns all chakras, meridians, and subtle bodies. It actually elevates all chakras and can facilitate attunement between the psychic level and the higher planes of existence. It can bring any and all energies to higher level. It does, however, primarily stimulate the throat, heart, and navel chakras, bringing communication skills to emotional issues, to creativity, and to intuition while allowing for the application of love in all issues. It is excellent for spiritual attunement, for healing and cleansing of both the energy centers and the physical body, and for providing protection. It has been said that turquoise changes color to warn of impending danger and or to indicate infidelity in thought or action. It can be used to protect against environmental pollutants as well. It is valuable for grounding and can help to prevent one from losing touch with the conscious mind during deep meditations. This facilitates a no-mind meditative state but provides the unconscious mind with a knowing of the protective mechanism which has been initiated. And the last book I have is Llewellyn's Complete Book of Correspondence, and Turquoise can be found on page 251. For Zodiac, Aquarius, Pisces, Sagittarius, Scorpio, Taurus, and Virgo. Solar System, Jupiter, Moon, Neptune, and Venus. Seasons, Winter. Celebration, in bulk. Energy, Yin. Numbers 1 and 6. Tarot, Empress, Fool, and Star. For Goddesses. Hathor, Kuan Yin, and Mat, full moons, December and July. Days, Saturday, Thursday, and Wednesday. Elements, earth and water. Chakras, crown, heart, and throat. Directions, north, southwest. Gods, Buddha, Mananan, and Ogma. For issues, intentions, and powers. Astral realm, attraction. Awareness, balance. Battle and war. Beauty, calm, changes, cheerfulness, clarity, communication, compassion, courage, creativity, dream work, emotions, 
empathy, general energy, friends or friendship, goals, goodness, grounding, happiness, healing, improvement, inspiration, intuition, love, luck, manifestation, peace of mind, moods, negativity, nurture, peace, problems, prosperity, protection, purification, rebirth and renewal, sight, skills, spirituality, inner strength, stress, success, support, travel, unity, wealth, well-being, and wisdom. So that is all I have for you today on Turquoise. Now on to today's main topic of the Sabbath, Yule. So today is Yule. I am actually recording this on Yule of 2023. And Many of you guys have heard the Yule probably at one point or another in your life if it was in the pagan sense or if it was in the Christmas Christian sense because the term Yule has been used for a very long time in multiple regions and slightly different interpretations depending on the culture but for many people they will use the term Yule depending on the language in replacement for the name of Christmas, but others use them separately. And today we're going to talk about the pagan sense of Yule and the history of it, or just a little bit of the history because it's, of course, more than I can all go over today. Another popular term that you will hear when you hear the term Yule is the winter solstice. And today... For many people, they call it Yule just on the single day or they will celebrate Yule over a 12-day period starting on the winter solstice, which is today for 2023 and today is December 21st, 2023. And this Sabbath celebration is very popular for many witches and various forms of pagans. So first I'm going to go over the definition of what the winter solstice is. The winter solstice is a solar holiday or occurrence that occurs between December 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, depending on the year, in the northern hemisphere. And during this time, the Earth's axis is tilted furthest away from the sun, creating the longest night of the year. And the winter solstice is celebrated across many traditions of paganism, polytheism, in many different countries and cultures, over the centuries honoring the sun and the halfway point of winter. And for Yule, Yule was originally celebrated by the Norse and Scandinavian peoples. Depending upon the source, Yule was celebrated as a two-month celebration beginning mid-November, a 12-day celebration starting on the solstice, or a three-day feast beginning on the eve of the winter solstice. Today, many pagans will celebrate Yule on the day of the winter solstice, which is today. Pagans celebrate the rebirth of the sun through gift exchanges, merriment, and deep spiritual reflection. For pagans, this is a time of new beginnings, rebirth, transformation, getting rid of unwanted habits, and creativity. The symbols of Yule are evergreens, a Yule log, a Yule tree, mistletoe, holly, wreaths, and bells. The colors of Yule are white, green, red, gold, and silver. 
So that was one definition and explanation of Yule, and I have one more for you. And it says Yule is one of the oldest winter solstice festivals with origins among the ancient Norse thousands of years ago. Its roots are complicated and difficult to trace, although there are several theories about how and why the festival was celebrated. It is generally agreed that Yule celebrations began as a Norse festival called Yule, although assessments of the purpose and traditions vary. Like most winter solstice festivals, themes of light, fire, and feasting are common threads. Some historians think that sacrifices were an important part of the observance either to the gods or other supernatural beings such as elves or to the dead or both. In the harsh climate of northern Europe, most cattle were slaughtered because they could not be fed during the winter. Meat was plentiful for a mid-winter feast or to leave out as an offering. Some contend that the original festival was a sort of Norse Day of the Dead, where the god Odin, as a major player among Odin's many names, was Yulnir, and among his many duties was acting as a god of the dead. However, this has been disputed in recent years. At least one historian poising that Yule was a New Year festival intended to set the tone for the months ahead. One of the earliest known references to Yule is from English monk and historian Bede, who wrote in the early 8th century about Giuli, a period in the old pagan calendar used by Germanic groups such as the Norse and the Anglo-Saxon. Giuli was a two-month span that marked the time when sunlight began to increase again at the winter solstice. It was not a festival per se, but a marking of passage of time. Yule became a name for Christmas about the 9th century, and in many languages Yule and its cognates are still used to describe the holiday. The Christmas holiday is still referred to as Yule in the Scots language. According to the saga of King Hakon Haraldsson of Norway, who ruled in the 10th century, the Norse Yule celebration and Christian Christmas celebration were merged during his reign. Hakon became Christian after a visit to England, and after his return to Norway, he put into law that Yule should be celebrated at the same time as Christmas. Because of the mentioning and the crossovers of traditions and terms when it comes with Yule and Christmas, a lot of people are always, not always, but a lot of people are like, Christmas is pagan, or it was stolen, or blah blah blah. Yes and no, and it depends on your interpretation and how you feel about the topic. History is a lot longer and a lot more complicated than a lot of people give credit. And just like this little example that I just went over, that King Harkon, he helped merge the two for the cultures of that time. Was it necessarily easy for everyone for that? No. But because of the melding of cultures and religions and for whatever the political and religious reasons were, it happened. And if it's because of religion or migration or anything like that, over time, cultures and religions and the things they do will meld one way or another. And they will continue to do that and do occur today. Cultures blend, people blend, families blend, and their cultures and their religions and what they do will blend. It is not something that's new. 
This is something that has been happening since the beginning of humanity. We learn from each other, we take from each other, we give to each other for good and for bad. So does Christmas pull and take from what is called Yule and what was Yule? Yes. But also, Christmas is still technically its own thing. Because at this point, Christmas and Christianity is not a new thing. And after almost 2,000 years or so, it is old enough to earn its own title as being its own thing. Just like any other culture in any other set of changes, eventually, when things are done repetitively, it becomes its own thing and it becomes its own tradition. So just be aware of when you go or some people go on the tangents of Christmas is stealing from Yule, blah, blah, blah. Also, don't forget that the way we practice Yule now is most likely not as similar or close to what was done back in the olden days. Our Yule and their Yule are very different. And it was different and is different from each country, language, tradition, form of religion that people focus on it with because we use the term paganism also as an umbrella term and there is multiple types of paganism and each person in each type of pagan is going to celebrate yule differently so just like i keep saying keep those things in mind because what i do could be very different than what you do and what one person considers traditional or the old way might not be as old or traditional as they thought like when it comes to the Yule log, mine is not traditional, but it works for me. I have a slab of wood, I hot glue decorations on the top, and candle holders and put candles in them, while other people will take a log and burn it for their Yule log. They will put it in a fire pit or put it in a fireplace, but I don't have those options right now, and it's not always convenient, so people need to do what works for them, and over time, these traditions will continue to change. And what we consider traditional now will not necessarily be traditional in 50, 100, 200, or more years. So besides Yule, there are or were other holidays that are celebrated during this time of year. They're either solstice, winter solstice celebrations, or just ones that kind of cross over the same time. And there's Saturnalia, St. Lucia's Day, Dongji, Shai Yelda, Inti Remi, Shalako, Soyal, and Tony. Those are just a couple celebrations I found when doing research online. And now I'm going to go over some correspondences for you all. The correspondence list that I'm reading from today is from the Ultimate Guide to the Witch's Wheel of the Year. And it is on page 24. For correspondences, altar decorations, bells, candles and lanterns, evergreen wreaths, gold or silver platters, mistletoe and the yule log, animals, bear, boar, cat, elk, goat, horse, reindeer, robin, snowy owl, stag and wren, celebration, caroling, gift giving, decorations, the yule tree, feasting, and lighting the Yule log for colors, red, green, blue, white, gold, and silver. 
for deities Dagda, Breed, Lu and Iru, the Oak and Holly King, St. Nicholas or Santa Claus, Horus, Isis, and Ra, Christkind, Dionysus, and Bacchus, Poseidon and Neptune, Baldur, Frigg, Hel, Hodor, Loki, and Odin. For direction, north, element, earth. For herbs, bayberry, blessed thistle, peppermint, and rosemary. For incense and oils, bayberry, cedarwood, cinnamon, clove, frankincense, myrrh, orange, pine, and sage. For musical instruments, bells, drum, flute, harp, piano, and voice. For stones, bloodstone, blue topaz, clear quartz, diamond, emerald, garnet, ruby, and sapphire. For symbols, ghosts, holly, light, mistletoe, poinsettia, pomander ball, sun, wheel, and the yule log. For themes, community, generosity, the longest night, love, peace, rebirth of the sun, and return of light. For trees, birch, cedar, fir, holly, juniper, pine, spruce, oak, and yew. For zodiac and planets, Capricorn and Saturn, sun at zero degrees Capricorn. And the last thing I'm going to go over are just some activities that you can do during this time of year. You don't necessarily have to do much very different than what you've probably already done during this season. If you have celebrated Christmas in the past, a lot of the decorations and the themes are very similar for obvious traditional and historical reasons. But if you want to do things that are a little more pagany or witchy, you can have special meals or feasts that are focused on this time of year, not just having a normal dinner. So things that are very stew-like, heavy on the vegetables, grains, and protein-heavy, like meat. And unless you're, you don't eat meat, um, maybe just something very protein or just kind of like feels like it. I don't know. It depends on what your preferences are. You can leave offerings for deities that are commonly worked with during this time of year. Like for me, I work with Odin and Helala, and those were two that I listed that were associated with Yule. So I have offerings for them year round, but I have my altars lit. And because I'm a witch and I am pagan. I have my altars lit a lot. And so that is not something necessarily different than what I would do normally. But since it is Yule or the winter solstice, I'm focusing on it a little bit differently. And for me, how I'm doing that differently today is I lit my Yule log on my altar. And like I mentioned, I don't have a traditional Yule log. I have a slab of wood with the decorations on top. And then I have the candles in heat-resistant candle holders. And over the years, I can reuse those candle holders. So that piece that I have has become traditional for me, even though the sense of the Yule log in general is different than what other people will do, like taking an actual piece of wood and then burning it in a fireplace. And other things you can do is focusing on spells for good fortune or things leading into the next half of the year or maybe just smaller things that you would like to focus on for the next 12 days until we hit our new year into 2024. Another thing that people like to do in using different herbs, oils, fruits, 
and spices is making simmer pots or if you drink alcohol a lot of people do the mulled wine and they put those spices and things inside of it and it feels very wintry and solstice-y so that might be a nice little treat for you guys if you are legally allowed to drink or if you drink at all and also like many people also do on christmas is read stories to their friends and family or their children or just read them themselves and that are focused on this time of year there's many christmas or winter stories from different cultures and different countries that are very important to people during this time of year so whatever those are for you read those with your friends and family or just sit down and take a couple minutes to read them to yourself so that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys have a very merry Yule and winter solstice. And for those who also celebrate Christmas, I hope you guys have a very good Christmas with your family. Even if you might not consider yourself Christian, have a good time. And I'm hoping you have a good time with your family for those who have the opportunity to do that with their families. I know not everyone wants to or has the opportunity to, but Whatever your scenario is, I hope you have a very good rest of your 2023. And I hope you got a little bit of information out of this. Maybe you learned some new things that you can do tonight if you get the chance to listen to it. I know I'm posting this kind of late, but you can also continue to do these things through the next 12 days, which a lot of people do. And that is the 12 days of Yule or the 12 days of Christmas that people also call it, um, depending on your belief system. So, uh, but like I say every week, I appreciate every single one of you and I will talk to you soon. Have a great one. Blessed be.